Welcome to the Sports Bros Podcast, featuring the almighty B-Live, the money man, Scotty D, and your host, the head of creative, Eddie Cool. And without any further ado, here they are, the Sports Bros. Hey, what's going on, world? This be your boy, Eddie Cool, a.k.a. the H.O.C., and guess what? This is episode number 61 of your favorite sports podcast, the Sports Bros Podcast. 61 episodes in the books. Uh, the number 61 is very sentimental to me because that's my high school football number, number 61. I wanted number 93, but they said, hey, we got number 61. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm good at that. I always want to be a tight end, but never had those hands. Never could run those routes, but that's neither here nor there. But what's here and there and everywhere are the two greatest co-hosts that a guy could ever ask for. The almighty B-Live. What's happening? What's going on in the world today? That's so much more of a a message that's going on. But in the midst of all that, we're here just to talk about sports. Yep. So, you know what? Um, I'll leave it... This go around, I'm actually not going to talk trash about that other guy that that's part of this podcast. Uh, I, I'll save it for later because you know at some point in time we're going to disagree about something. But I'm excited to be back after a week hiatus. We took a week off, but we got to get back to the people. We got to give the people what they want. Yes, sir. Yep, got to give them what they want. And speaking of the other guy, live from Pennsylvania, the money man, Scotty D. What's up, bros? It is good to talk to you guys again after taking a week off last week. Um, good to be with you. I, I do have to tell you, um, I, I, you know, when we started doing this podcast, we said we were going to stay away from all the crap going on in the outside world. But there was a really a lot been going on lately. And I just I, I wanted to just say right off the top, you know, we're not going to get into it too deeply here because we are going to talk s- some sports. But, you know. I think I'm speaking for both of you guys when I say we were really saddened about this whole situation with George Floyd because he was a man loved by his family. That, first and foremost, a family lost someone in a horrific manner, a manner that could have been avoided. Um, and, and there's a lot of racial tension going on. And our show, I'm the, actually the minority here, you know, out of the three of us. I'm the white dude on the panel here. And I just wish the whole world could experience like the friendship and harmony that we have together, because I don't just think of you guys as my black friends, you know, you guys are legitimately my friends, you're my bros and, you know, racism actually can go both ways and I never have to pretend or do anything to fit in with you guys. You know, I'm just myself and that's the way it should be. And uh, I'm just proud to be part of this little deal with you guys because, you know, not the, the world in black and white is very confusing place right now, but for us, you know, we got our, our brotherhood here and our friendship, and I really appreciate that from you guys. Oh, man. Oh, who, who's cutting onions? Uh, <laughs> oh, who, <man>. who, <laughs> who cutting onions? No. <laughs> but, hey, Scotty D, man, definitely. I mean, this is this is a brotherhood, man. And, you know, we, we had to keep the status quo. We couldn't just keep it all black. You know what I'm saying? We had to add a little bit of flavor. I mean, <laughs> a little cream. You, and so you you do season your food a little bit. All right, cool. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, this is episode sixty-one of the Sports Bros podcast. Uh, the world is crazy right now, on fire, literally. All I'm going to say right now is, everybody, just please take care of yourself. And please take care of each other. If you're out there protesting, just be smart, be careful, do the right thing. There's a lot of knuckleheads out there. Don't be a knucklehead, all right? Roger Goodell is enough, so don't be a knucklehead. (laughs) Is anything going on in the world of sports, Eddie Cole? Lead me on here, buddy. Lead me. Well, I tell you what, man. Let's go ahead and get this here rundown from the looks of it. Everybody's trying to be return of the Mac for 2020, and one league is just trying to go ahead and get started. Uh, this past week, a lot of news broke as far as the NHL, 
its return, the NBA return, and also just trying to kickstart this whole Major League Baseball season. All right, listeners, bear with me. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. But I'm going to do my best to give you the information that you need about the upcoming seasons or abbreviated seasons or asterisk seasons, if you will. All right, the National Hockey League, they said, you know what? The rest of the regular season, let's go ahead and get the hell up out of here. So they have decided that teams and the players' unions have agreed to a framework, it's still, you know, got some kinks in it, to a 2014 playoff based on the standings as of March 12th, which would serve as the season's restart. So, you know, if you're a first-place team, then guess what? You're in the playoffs. Um, they have a slew of playing games, and it is very interesting. They have all kinds of matchups. I think the first-place teams will play in a round-robin tournament. Yes, if I'm not mistaken, it'll be like it'll be in a round-robin tournament. Trust me, it is confusing as hell, but guess what? We're all going to figure out. I'm just happy to have some form of, um, some form of live sports coming back. Back, yeah, it's going to be um, a 2014 return to play format, and it's going to involve just about everybody from the doggone NHL. Um, it's too much to name here, we ain't got time for that, so we'll just move right along. So, there's hockey, they're trying to come back to, and with the playoffs, then we have the NBA, and we have an actual start date, if I'm not mistaken. The target date in air parentheses, air quotes, will be July the 31st. Um, and there's many options that they're trying to weigh as well too. Uh, from last reports I see, correct me if I'm wrong, fellas, there'll be uh, the hub city will be Orlando, where um they'll be playing you know their games and stuff. Um, and owners have all kind of options. Some want to resume the regular season with all 30 teams, um, with all 30 teams followed by a play-in tournament. Um, and that got eight votes because they had the because all the GMs and the owners, they had votes. So they got eight votes. Or the NHL and go straight to the playoffs with either a play-in tournament or a World Cup-style stage, group stage kind of game. That got five votes. Or resume the regular season with all 30 teams and then go straight to the playoffs, and that got one vote. Moving along to Major League Baseball. The season will start in July, and in case you were on the rock and missed it, it's going to be 82 regional scheduled games with a universal designated hitter, a 30-man active roster, and a 20-player taxi squad, and 14 teams in the postseason with games played in home cities in October, and that came from CBS Sports, and also there will be no all-star game. But the players' union <laughs> and the owners are butting heads about money, money, money. And from what I read, the top play players will have to take a pay cut, which means the top 10, you send me your money, going to get cut out. Um, as always, everything sounds interesting, fellas. Nothing is finalized yet. What do we think about the potential return of all three sports leagues, the major leagues, Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NHL. Well, right now, for me, it looks like that the NHL is the closest to returning returning to form because they've they basically already announced that the regular season's over with. Congratulations to the Boston Bruins for winning the President's Trophy, having the best regular season record. So they've already announced um, these things. So the NHL is, I think, is the furthest ahead. Mm-hmm. Then, then I would say um, basketball, NBA is closer. They they've announced a start date. They're um and they're utilizing the world um what's it the worldwide sports facility in Orlando. That's correct for for their, for their games. And um, they're, like I said, they're, they're still in talks um with um what their plans are. So that those aren't really finalized. Baseball is way off. Not in when you announced the 82 game schedule, that was what the owners proposed. Okay, and and the players said nope, not not even close. They usually when you're in negotiations and you're trying to figure things out, usually take somebody's proposal and you just tweak it a little bit, 
move this and the little little dot there, cross a T there. No, the players said no. They 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 want no no part of it. The players union right now they're saying we're not taking another pay cut. They want they want a pro they want their pro rated contracts. Basically saying if we're playing eighty two games as opposed to one hundred and sixty two, then we're going to get half of our contract. So they they want full they want full pro rated um um pay, which I think is fair um and also they put a proposal together for a hundred game season mm-hmm. so their the players are trying to recoup some of the money back by playing more games and they and like they said um I think it was um what's what's what what was my dude's name um the Washington pitcher Max uh, Max Scherzer yeah he came flat out and said we're not taking another pay cut <laughs> straight up. He said, straight up. He said, we're not having it. We're not taking another pay cut. And that's that's where the players stand right now. So baseball is looking real suspect right now. So, but I mean, hopefully they can come together and just put something together because we miss our sports, all of it. Yeah. We we want it. We please help. Well, we we need a distraction like now. Yeah, we need we need something. We're losing our minds here. Um, but you know, whenever I I mentioned this baseball proposal, I think it was three weeks ago, and two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and one of my pepper points, I said, get prepared of a summer worth of arguing because these guys are going to be button heads, and and it doesn't even sound like they've really started the process of making any kind of agreements. This is all baseball has been the the toughest of all sports to get any kind of labor relief through, through the years. There's always been a battle. They canceled the world series for crying out loud in, in 1994. I mean, it's just always going to be that way with baseball and the, the, the pay cut proposal that they were given was almost like a sliding scale. Like the top end guys were going to get more of their salary slash on the bottom end guys percentage wise. I think I saw somewhere where Mike Trout stands to make $33 million this year, but under this proposal, he would make $19 million. And this is going to look bad for baseball once again, because these guys, they're going to show up and and come out looking like super, super greedy because they're going to be arguing over, you, you know, the, the public already hates when millionaires argue for over money. And then you have to go to the ballpark and pay $10 for a hot dog. I mean, this is going to this is going to be bad for baseball once again if they don't get this figured out and get on the field soon. And for them, the clock is ticking. You know, I heard Mark Cuban say the other day that realistically the NBA could have until really like mid to late August before they would start their season. I mean, th- that he wasn't suggesting that's what they wanted to do, but they could conceivably, you know, do a training camp and play a few games and then a, a couple months starting in August just to get done in time so they could have two months off and then still start next year's season at a reasonable time, you know, t- targeting Christmas pretty much. But baseball, they don't have that luxury. They need to get on the field if they're going to have any kind of semblance of a season because as of right now, it's June. They already have missed two months of the season and haven't even gotten into camp yet. You know, these other team, the, the other leagues, the NHL and NBA, they can have an abbreviated two-week playoff or like the NBA, the NHL is doing this um, – hub city kind of thing and you know what some of what eddie was describing before but baseball man they, they got to get their act together and, and quit fighting over money and and come to an understanding that this is a, a, a circumstance beyond all control they'll probably get this thing figured out just in time for the 2021 season to start and this won't even matter but these guys they're, they're, they're gonna they're gonna end up looking bad in the public eye more than any other but yeah, we need them man we need sports i mean uh, on a daily basis, I'm sitting around here thinking, I really wish I could watch a baseball game right now. You know, it's it's summertime. That's what I do in the summer. But there, there, there's only so many times I can watch Game Seven of the 2016. World yeah, Series. right. I mean, it's only so many times. I, I, I want to watch something live. I mean, I you know I, I I enjoy watching some of these, you know, revisiting some of these old series and and all the sports. But I mean, come on, man. I it's you know I, I'm missing this stuff. And I understand that if we're going to miss out because of this virus, if this thing respikes, even if we have to miss the start of our football seasons, I get it. 
But if you're having a possibility of solving these problems and it's money is the hold up, that's going to look really, really bad. And you're going to lose fans. Oh, absolutely. It, yeah, that's and we're all carefully watching you baseball. Get it together. Hashtag do better. Get it right. You're right. You're right, Scotty D. Get it right. Get it together. It's it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, the world is crazy right now. The world's on fire, literally, as I said. Um, think about it. Kobe passed away in January. Australia was on fire. We're currently in the middle of Rona Mania 2020. And then, you know, the event that happened in Minnesota. We, we, we need something to bring us together. We need togetherness. We really need something to bring us together. I mean, the NFL draft, it was virtual, but we were excited about that. And so now we're just trying to figure out, like, what's the next move? Which sport is going to make that move to, to, to bring everybody back and be smart about it? And I'm still trying to figure out, you know, what the hell is going to go on with college football? let alone everything else, because, you know, here it is, it's, it's May and, you know, the spring games probably wrapped up like what, mm, what possibly f- if they were going on now, they would probably be done by now. So it's just, we just have to try to figure out, Hey, what's the next move? What's going on? And yeah, man, b- b- baseball, man, when it comes to labor, man, and, and, and labor disputes, man, they, it's, it's, it's ugly. It's ugly. That's they've, they've almost, you know, at, Every three or four years, that strike, strike, strike. I mean, for God's sakes, listen, there's no minor league baseball season at all this year. It, it's 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 yeah. a wrap. So I mean, you gotta think about it. Like those guys, their paychecks will, will stop. You know, there won't be no call ups. There won't be a lot going on. It's just it's crazy, fellas. <laughs> it's crazy because you know, like you said, Scotty D. You know, y'all bickering over money. Never mind, you know, what's going on, you know, with people being in the stands and stuff. Y'all bickering over money. I mean, hell, do what they did in Korea. They got nobody in the stands. They're still playing baseball. It's being televised. You know, Roman Skeleton Crew. If they figured it out in Korea, how come they can't figure it out over here? I mean, you know, get it together. Do better like you guys said. I don't want to, you know, you guys are arguing about money, but I got to pay $35 for a phone finger, a hot dog, and a beer. Yeah, that's that's the biggest of facts. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's it's, I don't I don't I don't get it, man. I don't get it. And um, the NBA and like the NHL has, like you said, be live. You know, they they they've put you know they they they've got the train on the track, and there's some there's some motion going behind it. And the NBA, it's just hey, just everybody's got to agree. Like hey, what are we gonna do? But uh, man. We need huh? sports in a big way. They've got to get this figured out. Yeah, they got to get this figured out, man. Because there's no more, you know, last dance. We can't watch that no more. You know, <laughs> this, I, you know, this we... is this is a little bit off off topic, but I even got to wonder if right now the NBA playoffs would be going on. I mean, even I'm not sure how far we into it would be as far as being close to the finals. But I mean, the, these people that are out there protesting have been sitting around the house pent up for a long time. If LeBron was playing in the playoffs right now, that probably would have lightened up a little bit out there on the streets. You know, people be home watching their favorite their favorite teams play. Um, hey, dude, yeah. put put, yeah. put 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 the Molotov cocktail down, yeah. LeBron and them. That's what TV. I mean. I mean, that, that could have been a little bit of a healing agent watching our favorite, you know, our favorite teams play in the in the NBA playoffs right now. I don't think anybody was going to skip a protest to go watch a baseball game. But if the NBA playoffs are on, we might be saying, oh, you know. This might not. This might be a little bit easier to handle these mobs at, at this point. You know? I don't know. Just, just kind of a, a side thought there. But you know, it just not, some, you get well, my point though. Is that sports is a healing agent, and it and it helps. in you know, in in bad times, but we're missing that badly. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Also, sports has done us very well when it comes to some. When it comes to even the even the protests. It, like you've seen, you've seen your professionals in solidarity, um, protesting different issues. Unfortunately, for one guy, it didn't go too well for him. Which I'm just, I'm just put that out there. But at the end of the day, like that, that was that was an outlet for us. That we don't have that outlet, and like even like even your professional players, they're speaking out and everything. But it, I think it would sort of 
ease us a little bit. There'll be, I mean, there will still be a lot of anger abound, but we we'd be able to express it in a better way. If that, and and I agree with you, Scotty D. Like, yeah, we need sports in the worst way, and that's why us here at the Sports Bros Podcast, we're pressing on each and every week to give you some type of sport. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) The show must go on. I I just get it together, man. Things have to happen, man. You know, I'll just, there's only so many times I can like Watch the major networks and who's better, who's this, who's that. All right, you don't. We running out of stuff to talk about. We 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 running out of stuff to talk about. I mean, you can look. I mean, like what? Think about. It. We have the as of right now, the NFL is slated to start on time. You know, it's slated to start on time because I I think the only thing now that's not happening are the um, the OTAs. Yeah, the um the OTAs that happen around, you know, between now and like the first few weeks of June, you know, training and conditioning and stuff like that. But you know, you know, you got videos of, you know, Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown and a couple other guys, you know, small groups gathering together and just working on that chemistry and working on that timing. Uh I think Baker Mayfield invited a bunch of guys out. They had workout segments and everything, but but play, players are working out. If you have if you haven't seen like the videos of um these guys are working out like they're, they're still, they, you know, they're playing with the kids. They stay in limber, but they're working out. They're not just taking this time, just sitting on their butts and doing nothing because they're like, look, when it's time to go, it's time to go. And we'll, we'll see who stayed in shape and who been eating up every damn thing in the house. Like me, I have put on some pounds, but that's neither here <laughs> nor there. So we just hope these leagues get, get something together soon. Because as a world right now, we are in dire need of sports. I think the MLS, they figured out something, too, to where they're going to have like a big old round-robin World Cup-style tournament. So it's good to see these leagues put, you know, at least like, all right, we got to figure something out. We have to figure yeah, something it, out. It at least seems like there's some hope, though, for the NBA and NHL. looks like there's at least going to be some progress made. And uh, I, I think one of the things the NBA has to figure out is – uh, if they're going to be able to get their families down there with them in Orlando, because it seems like Orlando is going to be their their landing spot. That's going to be their hub, and you know they're going to be playing at Disney World. So if they can if they can figure out the testing and getting their families down there safely, I think that's going to be a go. And I, I I do see some light at the end of the tunnel for NHL and NBA, but uh, we'll see what happens with baseball. I think well, um, I think they, aren't they about to open up Disney World soon? Yes, I, I, I did. Yeah, they're going to do like a 50% capacity thing or something, I think. I, I'm not sure, but yeah, there is some plans to, to, to reopen that over the summer. Yeah, they're going to open up. And that, and that I mean, and, and, and that's a good thing to see that open. I mean, if Disney World opens up, then you know, then then the NBA, like, you know, they, you know for sure they got a place to play. Because I, I think I, me and my girlfriend was talking, and she was like, you know, what's going on with all this Disney on ESPN? I'm like, honey, um, ESPN owns Disney. So, yeah, that's how all this works out together. So, it's just um, TV money, money, and more money. Baseball, quit being so damn greedy. Got me paying $40 for a hot dog and a T-shirt. I'm going to wear five <laughs> times. Mike Mike Trout, what four hundred million dollars? Manny Machado, four hundred million dollars. Bryce Harper, three hundred ninety-two million dollars. Y'all ain't hurting. Yeah. <laughs> this little this little cut ain't gonna hurt y'all. Not one bit. It'll be a literal drop in the freaking bucket. That's all. It'll be a drop in the bucket. So man, just. Give give us some live action, man. Give us some live action, man. Because I'm if because if I gotta wake up three o'clock in the morning and watch another Korean baseball league game, I'm gonna lose my everlasting mind, fellas. So your final thoughts about the about the return of sports? Just say, just give it to us. Yep, giving it to us. Yep. And speaking of giving it to us, hey, yo, button, hit it. And now our favorite part of the show: the choices of the voices. Once again, thank you to the wonderful and lovely Miss Button for the introduction to the favorite part of the show. 
the choices of the voices. 61 times I done told you that she ain't lying, she tell the truth. If she lies, she's flying, and the woman is grounded as far as I'm concerned. The choice of the voices where we ask you questions and you give us answers. It's been a while, but we still make it happen. We make it do what it do, baby. Uh, Scotty D, what is the question for this week's choices? All right, so this week we asked um, which team you thought was more dominant of the Chicago teams. That was the 96 Bulls. That was the the first full season Jordan played after his baseball retirement where he got together with Rodman and Pippen and Kukoc and Kerr and all those boys. Was that team more dominant, or did you think the 85 Bears, the Super Bowl shuffle, McMahon, The Fridge, Walter Payton, were they more dominant in their respective sports? And it must have been a toughie because we didn't get a whole lot of people that actually came out and uh, and used their thinking caps and wrote the response. So uh, let's see what we did get, Eddie Cool. Let's talk it over here. All right, so here we go. We got Martin Tracy. He said the dominant basketball team ever was the 1986 Boston Celtics. Ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's really he's, out of the out of the two answers that we got, one didn't answer it. <laughs> but but he rebounded himself. He said Jordan could never get past it. Look, we we didn't we we've been paying we, ten episodes, man. The last dance, we know what happened. All right, we know what happened. As far as I'm concerned, go ahead and give the damn series an Emmy. Uh, he said the most dominant football team, and then he, he come talking about the Dolphins. Okay, all right. So he gets down to the real answer. He said, ah, I'm just joking. He said the um, the 85 Bears. Yeah, when it's all said and done, the 85 Bears. The Bears. Yep, the, the Bears. Yep, the most dominant team. All right, and then we have the one, the only, the legendary SA writer himself, <laughs> Trey Dizzle. And he says... One, how many zeros? One, two, three, four, five. One trillion, kajillion, billion percent the Chicago Bears. They have 14 games where the opponent scored 10 points or less. Twice during the season, they had back-to-back shutouts. Uh, they shut out both opponents in the NFC playoffs and only allowed 10 points in the Super Bowl for a total of 10 points scored against three full pro season games. Outscored their postseason's opponents 91 to 10, including the 46 to 10 thumping of the Patriots in the Super Bowl that year. The Patriots only had seven rushing yards in the Super Bowl. Uh, the only loss came when Jim McMahon was injured uh, to the Dolphins in Miami. At 31 years old, Walter Payton averaged 5.8 yards a carry and about 16,000 yards. The Bears got 64 turnovers, including eight games, where they forced four or more turnovers. Wow. Hey, that's some good research right there. I like that. Trey Duke. Trey Duke. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we, 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 we got to give it up for Trey we Duke. He usually, give, he, he usually give us some Tony Romo foolishness, but uh, he, he's spot on with this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I am shocked and amazed because he, he has given us so much Tony Romo tomfoolery that I was losing faith in him as a sports fan. But this is, this is some, this is, um, this is some quality, quality work there, sir. I'm, I'm, I applaud you for this. And now with me just saying this, I know at some point in time, very soon, I'm gonna get some Tony Romo tomfoolery. <laughs> he fit the, he, that's that, that's how I, that, that's that's how we do it. Give him praise, and then he turn around, put the car right back in the ditch. <laughs> I just I know I just opened the gate. Oh. I know who in the hell left the gate open? Yeah, Trey Duke. Trey Duke. That's who. Trey, Man, that answer was so good. In fact, that you swayed me to give the same answer. I mean, it was hard to not. It's hard to not recognize that Bulls team is like the best basketball team of all time because of losing 10 times only that whole season, you know, out of the six teams that won the, the NBA championship, that Bulls team was probably the best version. Uh, and, and make no mistake about it that the Warriors team of a couple years ago, they, I think they had one 
game better in the regular season. They they weren't they weren't as good as that Bulls team. We actually had that as a as a topic last year, but that Bears team and just listen to those numbers that he was he was listing for us there. That defense was absolutely sick, man. They were suffocating. And what a shame that those guys were such a bunch of loose cannons that they won a single Super Bowl because they looked poised to be a dynasty there, didn't they? I mean, they looked like they were just going to start just collecting trophies for the, the last four or five years of the 80s. And they only had that one. But that one, man, what an incredible, incredible season. And they were the first team to ever carry off their head coach and defensive coordinator, Buddy Ryan, when they won the Super Bowl that year, they 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 carried both coaches off the field. Oh oh yeah, that's <laughs> be live. We got the Bears or the Bears. <laughs> so I mean, just just this is a this was a tough one for me, and I what I did um, when I thought about this question is I. I, I went into my inner self and I, I went to my core Ooh. and I was like, I thought about how does Clemson apply to this question? Uh-huh. Because at the end of the day, all roads lead to Dabo. Yeah. So, and I thought about it because the first thought of first thought that comes to my mind when it comes to the Chicago Bulls is Horace Grant that attended Clemson University. But here's the caveat to that. Horace Grant was not on that 96 Bulls team. Nope. So, that's where, that's what swayed my decision to the 85 Bears and a certain rookie that they had on their team, William the Refrigerator Perry, that graduated from where? Clemson University. Ori Georgetown Tech. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing. I did not know he was a rookie that year. That was was his first. He was um, the 22nd pick in in the first round of the draft in 85. And became, became such a force on that dominating Bears defense. That's that's what swayed my answer. Simply put, I'm all in. I bleed orange every day, all day. I'm wearing Clemson. I'm wearing a Clemson shirt right now. The fridge, William Perry, 85 Bears. Duh, Bears. That actually was the fridge's best season, too, I think, if I'm not not mistaken. I think, uh, (laughs) you know, the success catapulted his weight into another stratosphere beyond uh, beyond his control. I, he, he was a good player, but he was never – he never lived up to kind of the, the hype of his first year. And a lot of that was hype, too. You know, they stuck him in the backfield, and he was a lovable character. And um, I, I know a lot of people, myself included, are still disappointed to this day that he scored a touchdown on the Super Bowl instead of giving the ball to Walter Payton. That was, that was a mistake that Dick still lives with. I don't know if you guys remember that, but they had a, ch- a chance to score late yeah. in the game, and uh, and and it really affected Walter Payton. It really hurt him that that he didn't get the ball in that situation. But as for the fridge, though, that was that was probably his best season of, of all. To be honest with you. And here and here's a little little tidbit that I did not know. I've I've heard I heard a little bit about it, but um, the defensive coordinator for the Bears, Buddy Ryan. Call um, Perry a wasted draft pick. He did not like the fridge and refused to play him. So Ditka put him in at, at, as fullback to spite Buddy Ryan. Mm. Wow! So that that was the reason why he was in those plays, those those little um, those running plays. And so that I I let's not say it. like I I. Briefly, like I think I've heard that before, but just reading it, I'm reading a little bit, um, reading a little bit into it. I was like, that you know what, that makes sense. And I like, I knew there was something going on with that that relationship between Ditka and um, Buddy Ryan. So yeah, there, there's always yeah. friction there for sure. That's crazy, man, to have that kind of friction in your, um, you know, on your on your team, and you guys are, and you guys are destroying everybody, destroying everybody. Like, like, like what they. 
10, 10 points in the freaking playoffs. Because I'm looking at it now. They beat the Giants 21-0. Um, Rams in the NFC Championship game 24-0. And then they put that stomp Jackson on the um, on the Patriots in Super Bowl 20, 46-10. Now, this same team produced nine Pro Bowlers and 11 All-Pros. I mean, I... The the, the the Bulls, I ain't gonna lie, y'all nice, but the way the Bears are set up, they just dominated every time they hit the field, and they lost one game. That was they lost that one was the game. perfect storm. That was a Monday night road game in Miami going against Marino, and it was just everything went the Dolphins' way that night. So that was that was it. Only only Mark. I really remember that year thinking this team's going to be undefeated. But. Yep, it was a week. It was week thirteen. It was week thirteen when they lost against the Dolphins, and they just dominant man. I mean, they've when I when I think about dominant defenses, I think about the Bears, I think about the Ravens, um, and then I also think about the Denver Broncos who destroyed the Carolina Panthers. But we ain't gonna talk about that. Mm-hmm. Not necessary. <laughs> no. Also, guys, did you know that Jeff Fisher was on that '85 Bears team as well too? He was a defensive back, but he was on the injured reserve list. I don't think <laughs> no. I knew that. Uh, Ron Rivera was on that team that as I well knew. too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Riverboat Ron. I miss him. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. Already, we 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 got wheeling and dealing. Matt Rule, woo! Well, we'll see what the hell he does. Um, who else is on this team? Um, you had Mike Tomzak, you had Jim McMahon. Willie. Um, the line the line was stout. Um, so you had Singletary and lineback- The linebacker core was like it's Richard, nuts. Richard Dent nuts. was the MVP of the Super Bowl that year. Richard Dent is a bad yeah. man. <laughs> Richard. And they had uh, Willie Galt speeding down the sidelines on offense. And... Yep, and then you had Steve Mongo yeah. and Michaels, the world's world's worst wrestler. But I would never tell him that to his face. So, <laughs> he, oh, he probably you, could kick. You, you concur uh, with us, or do you get the Bulls in that situation? Who you got? Bears, man, Bears, Bears. I can't, I can't, I can't put up no fight, man. I, I ain't no in hell. I can put up no. I can't do it, man. It's the Bears, man. The Bears were dominant. The, the it's it the Bears are stuff it's stuff that legends are made of. They only lost one game. If they would have lost that game, they would have been you know Mercury Morse and them. They ain't popping no more bottles, baby. That's yeah. over with. <laughs> That's over with. Mongo and Dick cutting, you know, R.I.P. to Walter Payton, Kevin Butler, Richard Dent, Willie Gall. All them guys are popping bottles. Not not the Dolphins. But I'm gonna have to roll with the um, uh, have to roll with the '85 Bears, man. Fair enough. No. Yep, 85 Bears. All right, but guess what, guys? Even though we had a short version of the Choices of the Voices, we got a little part two, a little bonus edition. Um, a couple weeks ago, um, I asked a question as states started opening up and trying to figure out how to have fans and sporting events and, and venues. I think uh, a few days before that, uh, NASCAR came back and they opened up Darlington. Uh, UFC was, you know, doing the best they could in Jacksonville, having fight nights in Jacksonville in um location area. I mean, think about it. We even had AEW who had a pay-per-view in Florida, and they had Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson in person. But I'm going to have to talk to him, have him and link up with Hulk Hogan and teach them how to rip T-shirts and stuff. Cause it was <laughs> Cause it, yeah, I saw that. I yeah, because it was a struggle fest. Mike, you can knock a man out, but you can't turn no T-shirt up? Come on, bro. The, the secret is is to cut the top of the t-shirt, all right? <laughs> cut the top of the t-shirt and sell it. That's neither here nor there. Um, so the question that I ask on the Sports Bros podcast light page, will you attend any live events in the near future? And we got a great turnout. Danielle Williams said, probably not for the rest of 2020. Greg Fairchild said, yes, I miss going to wrestling shows. Frank Turk said, as soon as they let me in the stadium, I'm going. Um, Andrea Petrillo, she said, absolutely. Alexandra Rose Hanscom, she said, definitely. Rob G said, absolutely. 
Don Clifford Shoop, he said yes. Robert Morris said, if they let me. The money man, Scotty D, said, eh, eh. And Eli, Le Champion Kavanaugh, he said, that's a no for me, boss. <laughs> so we got yes and we got no. We got, I'm tired of being in the house, not these sports in my life. And we got some people, they don't want to be nowhere near Rona Mania 2020. So be live. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to, because I, I want Scotty D to his, explain himself, sir, since you don't want to go to um, live events. Please um, opine. Well, for us, I, I just will. think at this point, we are too dismissive of this coronavirus. I still think it's out there and it's not done rearing its ugly head. And, you, you know, I, I said this one the, the first day when I did a, my, my video that if I get this virus, I feel pretty good about my chances of, of shrugging it off. But, you know, I don't know that my parents could or, or other people that I'm friends with that are elderly could or people that have, the you know, compromised immune system. So I just am not comfortable yet with the idea of sitting in a packed stadium and standing in line to get food or a drink and, and having that, that virus out there. You know, I just think it's too risky at this point. Uh, if there's a vaccination, absolutely. You know, I would, I would most likely get a vaccine. You know, I would, I would take that. And, uh, and, and I hope that happens because the Cowboys are hosting the Steelers this year. And it was in the plans for my family to go down there and, and, and try to see that this year. Uh, and right now that's, that's in November. That's, that's scheduled for November. Right now I, I would, I would not do it at this point. And I know that a lot of people are, are of the opinion of the viruses, you know, only a small percentage you get in and, and everyone's surviving. And, and I get all that, but it is still very dangerous. And I, at this point, wouldn't want to risk passing that on to my family if I could, if I could avoid that. Fully understandable. Absolutely. And, and, and I, re, I respect you for that because definitely, because it's, it's not because it, your, your explanation is definitely the most selfless um, explanation there is, and that that I can. Admire. Oh, thanks. I mean, I, I, I obviously I would love to go to a live sporting. I love doing it. You know, we had that as a topic on, right. on our show here before. I would love it. I just, you know, it's going to happen again. You know, we're going to get to a point that the coronavirus is going to be behind us, and I would just prefer to wait till then, whenever I, I I feel good about it. You know, I just, and I just don't right now. How about? I mean, do you? What, what do you think? How do you feel about it? I, I'm I'm one for just hey man it's it's a little too it's it's early in the game for all that you know you have these states opening up and each state you know the numbers are different and you just have to you know like okay well if you open these stadiums up then how are you going to put you know how are you going to you know six feet seven feet now they're saying the whole six feet rule, you know, that's, you know, whatever, because this thing travels, you know, through, you know, through, you know, through speckle, spit, saliva, whatever you call it, or you can breathe it in, or it's here, it's there. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah, something we've never terrible. seen before. So, yeah, it, 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 it's airborne. You got to wear a mask. And I mean, you know, and, and, and I hate masks. Yeah, oh, man. Hate you know what? I, I hate these freaking masks. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm glad you said something about a mask because you know what, man? If you got big ears, more problem to you. If you got tater chip ears like your boy, uh-uh, forget about it. No, man, uh, it's just. But I understand this, the 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 um the importance of the mask. Oh, by the way, if you're going into these restaurants and you're mask shaming your servers, uh, I mean, I, I'm 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 going I'm going to burn one here. Keep your fucking <laughs> ass home. <laughs> Stay home. <laughs> Beep. Where's that dump button? Oh, I'm, du I'm dumping this. I'm dumping this. It, it has to be said, man, because it's a, it's enough discrimination going on in the world. You choose to bring your stinking butt out the house, but you want to get mad at your server because, oh, they got a mask on their face. Oh, you should be, you. Sh oh, thank you. Appreciate that. That way they're not yeah. growing breath and germs on you and not growing breath and germs on them. I don't know what the hell is going on with this whole mad shaming. It's stupid. It's dumb. So, yeah, I use my... um. For, I'll use my F word for the show, and I put the dump button on it. I apologize <laughs> for the for for the cheering out there if I'm listening. Before you, I'm the, before you're done, I'm just, 
but, but, I just want to say this. These freaking masks, I'm sick and tired of smelling <laughs> my own breath. <laughs> God, it, it's, it's 98.6 degrees in my nose all the time. I'm working 10, 11, 12 hour shifts and I just <laughs> breath. Acting your nose. Yeah, but I, I, I do that. It don't, it's just, it's so. Uh, I just I don't want to wear a mask anymore. Don't don't but, don't, no. don't don't mess around and burp. Oh my god, don't burp. Oh, oh man, boy. get get you get you get, get your swig of salt drink and burp. Oh man, come on man. Like you you can run from it. You you can't run. But like I'm saying, I I I I understand the importance of mass everything and how are we going to do if we get these people in there. Are we going to do it 25% capacity? If you do it 50% capacity, that's still chance. But I, I, no. I'm keeping my butt in the house. I'll watch from the friendly confines of my house. <laughs> well, y'all two can stay at the house. I'm going to the game. I, here's, here's, here's the reason why I say that. A, I live by myself. So if I was to catch it, mm. I'd just catch it. And I'd self-quarantine for 14 days, and then I'd be just fine. But no, the biggest thing with me is that they're gonna they're gonna put a lot of protective measures out. It's one. It's they're 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 not just. It's not gonna be a full stadium. We we already know that. There's, they're gonna they're gonna enforce a lot of social distancing, and it's it's just it's responsibly so, and I mean it's mandated. At that, me, I'm just ah man. I just I want live sports. Period. Anyway, I but I, I I'm I'm excited because week one for the Panthers is that um the Las Vegas Raiders are coming into town and I get to see a lot of my former Clemson players on the Las Vegas Raiders. And and let me let me let me put this point out real quick when I'm talking about Clemson. Carolina Panthers, you are the only franchise in the NFL, the only one that has the only one that has not drafted a Clemson player, and your first year was played at Clemson University. No, what are you doing? Draft, <laughs> dra- no. draft a Clemson player, please. Just one. <laughs> Yeah, literally every every other team in the NFL has drafted a Clemson player. I need I need the Panthers to do that, and I wouldn't be too terribly upset if we had a bad season this year and we just so happened to draft Trevor Lawrence. I'm, Sweet, I'm, I wouldn't. God, I, don't know. I, I wouldn't be too mad. I, I, I'd be sort of upset because. Um, we 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 would suck this year. We'd have to suck. I'm about to talk in order to. Get... Oh. <laughs> but I, 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 I have to say, down here. Say I am it, completely this. lost. <laughs> in other <laughs> news, Vince McMahon said he will not buy back the XFL. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> My bad. I I I think I went off on a tangent, and um, um I got to put the the uh, the trip that. <laughs> we got to put the track back on the track. No, we got to put the train back on the track. We already had this conversation. <laughs> Check out our past episodes where we didn't know the, we didn't know where the hell the train went. Who who is we? That, well, who is we? <laughs> don't put me and Scotty D in this. <laughs> that was you. We ride together. We die together. Bad boys for life. All right, this is what we do. <laughs> This is what we do. See what happened when we all for a week, man. We all had it wampers and cluster mug, and it's just messed up. I'm over here cussing, but guess what? You tuned in, listeners. This is why you listen to the Sports Bros podcast because we are who we are and we do what we do. So, B Live said he gonna go to a game. Me, I said, uh uh-uh, uh, and Scotty said, oh, hell no, he ain't gonna do it. So, um, it's like this if anyone goes to any, if, if if you even leave out your house, just be safe, just be safe, wash your hands, face, feet, and of course, your ass. All right, just make sure you do all that. Scotty D, what's the question for next week's? Well, this is gonna questions? be unprecedented question because you know, 
I, I asked you to go deep on, on this topic this past week and didn't get much response. And this has been a non-sports era. So I'm going to ask a non-sports question for next week. This is, not, like I said, unprecedented. So the question is, what is the best breakfast cereal? That's it. Favorite breakfast cereal. Yeah, that's it. We're going to go off uh, off topic next week. Yeah, Hell, we, why we not? Sports to talk about. Let's talk about cereal I... next week. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> well, um, I'm 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 gonna use I'm gonna use my one. I'm gonna use since Eddie Cool, you used your one earlier. I'm gonna use my one. Well, I'm um, guess with um the question of the, the for next week. Um, well, f- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And this, why? why? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you as well at this point. Hey, you don't want to talk bulls and bears? I bet you talk cereal with us. Yeah. So, ladies, bet, hey. so ladies and gentlemen, Captain Crunch, Fruit Loops, Malto Meals. What do you like? Let us know on on next week's edition of the Choices of the Voices and the Sports Bros Podcast. And my computer almost fell over, <laughs> but I got it. I got it. Unbelievable. Hey, let's go ahead and get this train wreck and take it home. They're giving me the go home cue. Uh, <laughs> around the pepper, we talked three topics: rapid fire style, kind of, sort of, not really, entertaining, fun, and. Get ready. So here we go. Continuing my theme of this day in history. It looked kind of thin, but I did the best I could. Bryce Harper, y'all need to get y'all mess together. All right. So here we go. On this day in 1925, Lou Gehrig begins his Ironman streak. Lou Gehrig of the New York Yankees. He played 2,130 consecutive games that was later broken by Cal Ripken. Baseball's Iron Man, Lou Gehrig. The streak begins. Over all state, right. Uh, in the history of combat sports, we've often seen a fighter get old all of a sudden. And I think that that is happening right now to mm. Tyron Woodley. Uh, Tyron Woodley had a, an incredible streak going where he won one, two, three, four, five, six out of seven with a draw. And his last two fights against Kamaru Usman back in March of last year, and then this past Saturday against Gilbert Burns uh, did not go well for him. He lost unanimous decisions all five rounds in both those fights. He's quickly looking like he's a shell of his former self. And I hate to see it happen, but Tyron Woodley at age 38, I think we're starting to see him uh, circle the drain a little bit, if you will. Be live over to you. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with UFC myself. And while while we're seeing age catch up to one person, we are seeing negotiations going south. It's sour with UFC Dana White and John Bones Jones. Oh, Lord. So, uh, in the Twitter world, John Bone Jones says today to the light heavyweight title, Vinny Vidi Vici. And in a separate tweet, he says, Bones out when you see me in the streets, just call me JJ. Sounds like John Jones is walking away from the UFC and the title, vacating the title. He also mentions that if they want to organize a fight between me and Adesanya in 2021, let me know. And hopefully you guys will be willing to pay by then. Wow. Bones out. Eddie Cool, the ball. <sighs> out of all people, he need to work because he got legal yeah. matters and lawyer fees to take care of. But I'm but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna drink my water and not pay him no attention. On this day, Scotty D, I got one for you, buddy. On this day in 1903, the Pittsburgh Pirates sweep the Dodgers in a triple header, which means they played one wow. game and won. They played two games and won. 
Then they played a third game, and they won. I know they had to take two days off. But then again, it's 1903, and they tough like that. Days off? What is that? Yeah, man. It was a different animal all the way back then. Yeah. Well, guys, um, a topic I think I'd like us to all get into in the future would be this Lance Armstrong thing on ESPN that they've shown the last couple of weeks. We haven't all three seen both episodes of it, but it's very intriguing. Lance Armstrong, to me, is a very interesting character. Uh, I did see the first episode, and he was describing how he went from the clean rider into, into doping, and then his battle with cancer. And this is, to me, what is so conflicting about Lance Armstrong. When Lance Armstrong, you know, after he won all those Tour de France titles and he was on top of the world and, and looked at as a, as a hero, he, he, you know, he started getting the, the doping accusations and he did a lot of lying and a lot of throwing people under the bus and he was a bad guy. But through that cancer thing, man, do you guys remember the Livestrong bands that were going around and what an inspiration he was? You know... Can you really look at Lance Armstrong as being all that bad? If and can he be all bad if he, you know, was such an inspiration to help, you know, kids and cancer patients through the years? I don't know. Very conflicted on Lance Armstrong, but maybe maybe we'll get more in depth to him going forward. But I just he he's looked at as a pariah at this point. But to me, I still kind of think uh, he couldn't have been all that bad if he helped some of these other cancer patients by being an inspiration. Be live over to you. Oh man, yeah, it's. I, I need to get caught up with um, Lance. I'm gonna start watching that to, um, tonight after we finish with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, and in true Almighty Be Live fashion, I have a I have an affinity for another type of racing. It's um on um, four tires as opposed to two. Um, NASCAR. Woo! Yeah. Uh, right. oh, <laughs> so is. <laughs> So Brad Keselowski does it again. He won the Coca-Cola 600 in Charlotte last week, and he turns around in Bristol and wins again. Brad Brad Keselowski is on fire. So, hey, got to love some live sports. NASCAR, yes, sir. (laughs) He made another left turn. Eddie Cool. The ball. Who got into a fight last week? Somebody gave somebody the finger, didn't they? <laughs> I, I, I ain't really. That, I ain't pay that much attention. I was sort of just. I was doing. I'm, I was doing something. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, they're back to fighting. Here we go. <laughs> yes, NASCAR fighting. Hey, you nudge me again and see what happens. I'll knock you out. I'll knock you out. I'll flatten your tires. I'll put tungsten in your gas. They crazy. They crazy. The underbelly of racing, be it cycling. Or NASCAR. But in this day, in 1935, at the tender age of 40 years old, George Herman Ruth, a.k.a. The Babe, says, Hey, I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm out. Peace. He was one of the all-time greatest home run hitters. Then came Henry Aaron, and then came Barry Bonds. Hey, fellas, and speaking of baseball, I think they got that Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire up 30 for 30 yeah. episode two, and that should be yep. interesting. All right, Only so it's been, uh, uh, like I so said, we skipped a week here, so this was more topical last week, but I still wanted to touch on the fact that we got a really competitive golf match last week when Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson took on Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning, and you know, Tom Brady kind of stole the show when he, he he knocked one in from the middle of the fairway. Barkley was talking trash. He dunked one in from out from out on the fairway. Split his pants. Uh, you know, he was playing bad at the time. I, I I thought it was really entertaining. It was a lot of fun to watch. But one takeaway that I had from it was how good Tiger Woods actually looked that day. That dude was stroking the fairway with his driver that day. And I noticed when the game got when the match got tight down the stretch he got a little bit more serious so you know it just goes to show you uh if, if tiger gets a little bit of time here and he's healthy and uh, we might get another major in there this year because if he's hitting fairways buddy whoo look out could be on be live over to you all right tiger tiger woods y'all <laughs> all right let's finish this off real quick so 
George Kittle, one of the best to play the position of tight end in the NFL, he he's trying to get paid, and I believe rightfully so. Just to throw a little facts to you real quick, he is in his final year of his rookie contract, and he is set to make $735,000 this year. George Kittle. One of the best tight ends in the league, seven hundred thirty-five thousand. Not even not not even a million. Poor guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's like twenty times what I make, but it's okay. But um, <laughs> but here's the caveat: he does not want to get paid top tight end money. He wants to get paid top wide receiver money. Here we go. Oh, here we go. go again. So he's like, I don't care about the tight end market. <laughs> he wants wide receiver money. Hmm. Interesting development. George Kittle is definitely that dude, though. He that dude. Uh, we shall see how this develops. Yes, sir. Now, George Kittle, if I'm not mistaken... Uh, I'm looking at his numbers. Uh, 2017, he only had 515 yards, and then called boom, 1300 yards. I think he, I think he broke the record set by Travis Kelsey like three minutes before that, or something like that. And then <clears throat> last year, he, you know, he had a thousand, you know, thousand, thousand fifty three yards. But um, yeah, that breakout season, shout out to George Kittle because he had like a five reception game for like two hundred three yards and killed the Denver Broncos and helped me get my work league fantasy football championship. Might I remind everyone once again, I do hold the distinction of winning a CFL fantasy football league and an <laughs> NFL football league. Double champ, baby. That's what I do. And I want me another one of the belts. <laughs> Be loud, shut up. I didn't even say All anything. Because right. you about to say, but you don't even win your own league. You know what? It's good when the commission don't win his own league, which means I ain't sabotaging it. All right? But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast, episode 61. So great to be back. I've missed my co-host. My co-host missed me, and we miss you the listeners. But before we go, we're going to tell you how to get in contact with Well, you us. can find me Scotty on D, Facebook, but my you? message to you this week is from the legendary Jackie Moon, Everybody Love Everybody. Yeah, Everybody Love Everybody. And if you haven't seen that movie, oh, you got to check it out. Be loud. Oh, deep breath. Alright, let me... <laughs> you can find me in St. I, I had to do it. I had to do it. But now, check this out. Peep game. You can find me at Max Speed Shop. All the time, because I, I don't know what a day off is. It is it, it's, it's it's eluding me. But I'm I'm a, a stinky mask. <laughs> but yes, um, yes, I'm breathing hot breath, hot and pepper and brisket. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but you also can catch us. You guys have been listening to the podcast for a little bit now. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all the things. Your boy, the Almighty Be Live, Brian Livingston on Facebook. My 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 profile's public. I don't care. Stalk me. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna bring the funny Be Live memes, Be Live videos, what happened, all that stuff. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, there, there's mm-hmm. some emails. Um, and as I scrolls, think- PCAS. At gmail.com, PCAST, podcast, yes, sir. <laughs> All that. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you can find me there too. Also, you can find me on uh, Snapchat, Super Cool 5000, as if you do that. Instagram, Cool Season on One Word, and you can find me on Facebook, Eddie Cool. Um, cool ain't my last name, but you get it. Um, and thank you once again. We are 61 episodes knee deep. And some horse pucky. I'm joking. No, uh, we we love what we do. We do what we love, and we love our listeners. We love getting together. It's been kind of headache trying to get everybody on the same page, but we're getting there. We are getting there, and there is where we are getting. All right, everybody, fellas, love any everybody. Final words before we get up out of here. 
And George Kittle had the third highest tight end yards in the league, but he wants wide receiver money. Uh-oh, and I'm out. Who else tried that? Wanted wide receiver money as a tight end. Was I, it there was somebody. I can't, rem- I can't remember. Jimmy Graham, maybe. I think so, but tune in to the next week of the ep- episode of Sports Bros Podcast to find out what tight end wanted wide receiver money. And in closing, do something nice for yourself. And if you can, do something nice for someone else. They'll greatly appreciate it now more than ever. It's been another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast. Stay safe, love each other, be smart. Yes, sir. Yeah.